is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark guards and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. Welcome to the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, yes. Tom Kent. Greetings, everyone. Greetings, greetings. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Cat, aka Tom Thompson. And is that what your name is, though? Is that actually what your name is? Who else do I have? Uh, Anton. What's up, everybody? What's going on, everybody out there? We are creeping towards the Halloween season. And for the next little while, you are going to get nothing but Halloween, you could say, style episodes. It's just a few short weeks away, folks. So, you know, get in the spooky season, get in the spooky spirit. And, yes. Um, That's the whole plan. Is we're, creepy. It's going to be nothing but strange and creepy topics from now on to get your butthole greased for the insertion of the pumpkin. That is going to happen. Yeah, so don't clench. It only makes it worse. Yeah. And this is a very special episode. I wanted to talk about this stuff for a while. I had this ready to go. Um, I have a Clamato Caesar jalapeno you have Chlamydia style. Chlamydia Caesar? That's jalapeno style. Bro, don't you fucking like have universal health care there? Can't you go get your Chlamydia Caesar taken care of? Never had Chlamydia. At least I don't know that I have. Um, it's called you just Brazil. said you have a Chlamydia Caesar. Clamato. Chlamydia, yeah. That's what I heard. And uh, I got your favorite coffee drink. <laughs> What's that? It's uh, it's the espresso martini fizz, that one I had before. God, you're an alcoholic. Uh, yes, because it's a long weekend for me, but not for you, so it's okay. Yeah, I know. I got fucking tore up last night. What'd you do? Um, just went for a bike ride, and uh, my buddy gave me a couple jars of moonshine, so I drank those. With While you were biking cars. around? Uh-huh. You're a maniac. What are you talking about? That's what we do. We drink and bike. You drink fucking toilet water moonshine while biking. Toilet water? No, it was very tasty apple pie moonshine. It wasn't mm. even really that strong either, so I don't know if moonshine was the... But then we went to play pool and... You just got drunk all night. Everything just... No, we got drunk the later, latter half of the night and then got home at like two and just... Uh, just I should have stopped drinking like four or five drinks... Before I stopped, but yeah. it was fine. We were supposed to record like hours ago, but it's okay. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> I'll kill him. I'll kill him dead. Like with, with a rock or something. Like a, like a stone. <laughs> like a stone. <laughs> oh, man, I love Kung Fu fucking pal. <coughs> I do, I did <laughs> save the... I am Betty. Mm. <laughs> Fucking sound effect. All right. So 
Let's get into it, everybody. A deathbed confession is the admittance or confession when someone is nearing death or on their deathbed quotations. This confession may help alleviate any guilt, regrets, secrets, or sins that the dying person may have had in life. The confessions can occur because the dying persons want, want to live the last moments of their life free of any secrets they have been holding in for a portion or their entire life. Any secrets you got to confess right now, Anton? Um, I'm not actually here right now. Where are you? I'm dead. You are dead! That's how you die! I use Ninja Focus to slow my heart rate down. <laughs> <laughs> that worked actually really well. <laughs> <laughs> a deathbed confession could be given to anyone, but a fame member is usually there with a loved one, obviously, during this time. Doctors and nurses can also hear deathbed confessions because they're often present in the last uh, person's last moments of their life because usually they're injecting it with some sort of poison or putting a pillow over their face. <laughs> Hey. You, need a cricket, you need a cricket button for when you make really stupid jokes. I do. <laughs> nice delay. Nice delay. <laughs> Which, if you think about it, it's kind of fucked up to, like, put that on just a random nurse. Where you're like, by the way, I've eaten yeah, four know. children in my lifetime. And they're like, why are you telling me this? I know. And, and well, either way, right? It, it does happen. Nurses, there's those, like, angels of death nurses. And they fucking. We're not talking about them. That's a whole different show. We're talking about people that are just like dumping their fucking life, you know, their life bullshit onto a random nurse. That's like, dude, I'm I'm just a nurse. Like, why are you why, why are you, you burdening me, me with this shit? bullshit? It's very true. It's very true. So what do you do? I'm into uh, well, murders and executions mostly. Pretty much. That's what my whole life is based on. Murders and executions are my favorite thing in the world. Did you hear uh, that Charles Ng's uh, death sentence has been upheld? Really? Mm-hmm. That's going to be an episode for another time, too. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen for a long time, no. though. As long as Newsom is governor of California, he put a stay on all executions. But it's not like with uh, with Charles Manson, how they, they redacted the death penalty, and then that's yeah. how he got off death row. So it's just like a stay, almost. <sighs> Strange. It's just like, just kill him or don't, uh, figure it out. Yeah. So stupid. Know. I'm not pro death penalty, so I'm uh, I don't know. Maybe if they're the pitos, you know, you know, you see how the pope- I'm still not pro death penalty because you cannot prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that somebody did something. So what if what if you catch them with the fucking knife in their hand while they're murdering five children? I mean, like I guess in that's the, different. In the act, they're caught. I in guess the act. I guess in that extraordinarily <laughs> unlikely of situations, sure, that's different. But at that point, just shoot them on the spot. What's the problem? Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. So a couple, I guess it was a couple weeks ago at this point, um, the Pope came to Canada, right? To, like, apologize for the indigenous people. Oh, that was, like, fucking two months ago, dude. It's It would have been about a month at this point, I would think. I guess a couple, couple weeks. No, that was say. July that that happened. Was it July? I thought it, it was, was fucking July. Oh, I guess it was the ago. end of July, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, they paid him $34 million to come down here and apologize to the indigenous people. And then meanwhile, people get shit on when they wear headdresses, but the indigenous people put a headdress on the Pope. And there was people like, what the fuck, man? Do you really think that uh, the Pope got paid $34 million? What the fuck is the Pope going to do with an extra they, $34 million? You can million? supposedly look it up. They hold... Yeah. 
the they they literally have the largest fucking like hoard of treasure in the well, entire they're, world. They're saying they paid thirty four million dollars for his flight, for where he stayed, like all the commodities that they brought him over this here. Fucking piece of shit takes a vow of poverty, and they paid thirty four million. Can look fuck it up. the church. I know that's what I'm saying. Fuck the Catholic fuck church. Fuck the honestly. church. It's so we're uh, come here to apologize. We're gonna pay for everything. It's just you uh, apologize to my fucking dingleberries, you cunt. That's what I'm saying. It's just like it, uh, it so drives me crazy. It's just like, all right, why do we have royal family? Why do we have fucking you know people like the Pope now in the modern day society? What the fuck are you smoking on? Oh, my Lebowski bowl. Oh, it's like a that's fucking so awesome. Yeah, it's look. fucking. So if I, you, it's uh, like a bowling pin for, for all the listeners, yeah. Yeah, so for our viewers, if you, uh, Tom, you've seen The Big Lebowski, right? Yeah, one of my favorite films. And we're gonna do so you remember when the, when the cops review. are taking his report about the car and they're sitting in his living room? Yeah. The one cop picks this up out of the fucking ashtray. Oh, yeah. And looks at it and then puts it back down. So I got, <laughs> it, uh, I got it for my birthday the one year. My dad was like, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, I don't know, dude's bowl. He's like, oh, I can get that. And he got it for you? Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, damn, I don't have it. Whatever. Damn it. Hmm. All right, well, let's get into it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he's dead, all right. It's all coming together. That is, dude, that is... I hate Disney, but that's one of my <laughs> favorite uh, Disney movies. Also, I finally started watching The Boys. I've heard that's good. Um, I gotta watch what we do in the shadows. I'm getting through that. Yes, yes, you do. You're fucking like a decade late to the party there, Chief. I know. I'm enjoying it a lot. Chelsea, not so much, but I don't know if she understands humor. <laughs> really? Chelsea doesn't like it? She's just not a huge fan of the vampire shit. It's not a huge... Wow. It's just like, yeah. We When we watched uh, Dracula outside, um, she was quite bored, but the original Dracula is quite boring. I find Frankenstein, the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Why wouldn't you watch more... the Werner Herzog fucking? Um, I got Nosferatu? the I got the eight film thing collection of the Hammer films, like a bunch of them. That was fucking dope. And then so tonight we're gonna uh, do a spooky um, backyard thing. I'm gonna actually do a high dose of mushrooms, probably two, two, three grams, and we're gonna watch. Um, a phantasm. If you're doing three grams. Stop being a bitch and just eat an eighth. I know. Then I'll be like, "What do we watch?" I was gonna watch. Yeah, Hush. the extra the extra half gram is really gonna send you yeah, over the know, edge. That's true. So I was gonna watch Hush, but I was like, I feel like that freaked me out too much. So we're gonna do the fog and uh, fa- uh, phantasm. Just some okay, kind look, of fun. Do you want Do you want some advice? Sure. Okay. Take it from somebody who's watched some silly shit on some drugs. Okay. Yeah. Watching movies while tripping is going to fucking completely change the movie. Like, for yeah. example, Meet the Feebles. <laughs> I watched Meet the Feebles tripping balls on about an eighth of mushrooms, and it was not a good time. Right. It was very depressing. <laughs> and it's a funny movie. It gets really, It's a fucked up, funny, like, I'm, I'm weird movie. And it's all puppets. It's all puppets. Yeah. But at the end of it, like, my buddy and I who were tripping, because we were, we were hanging out, and he's like, yo, it's trip. I was like, okay, cool. You want to go camping? Let's fucking go out in the woods and just, you know, trip. And he's like, no, let's watch Meet the Feebles. And then as soon as it was over, he just turns to me and goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why I'm so do we sorry. do this? Yeah, because like most of the time he's like sitting there with his hoodie scrunched up, looking through a hole, and he's just like... <laughs> That's why like I'm sitting in his cone of shame. I'm like, dude, this was a horrible idea. I'm interested because it'll be fun because I'll be in nature, right? 
but it'll be interesting. Dude, you'll be in a backyard. I'm gonna be freaked out though for sure because um, the fog. The will fog be... might be cool. I know. To watch on mushrooms. That's gonna freak you the fuck and out. And phantasm's yeah. fucking weird. I love phantasm. So do I. Strange theories. And I already know. Like I want to watch the first one, so then me and Chelsea can watch the second one together. Because I've only seen really the first one. I made bits and pieces of other ones. So now that I got the collection, I kind of want to watch them all. Like throughout yeah, they the go. next up to Halloween. They get real unhinged. After yeah. a while, well, I'm sure. Like the and I tried to watch um, Hellraiser four and five recently. Horrible, atrocious yeah. films. Yeah, just so bad. Well, be- because that's when they just started taking noir films oh, and inserting Hellraiser into them. Stupid. Because they're like, oh, let's extend the fucking um, copyright. This is called Funk Master. Wait, wait, wait! Put it back up. I'm gonna take a hit. <laughs> funk that's Master. Funky, man. That's it funky. tastes delicious too. It tastes like kind of like sherbet or something. I'm just gonna have Here, a little. Let's take bit. a hit together. Ready? All you listeners out there at home, toke yeah. up. I don't care toke if you're up. driving. Toke up. It's fucking delicious. I don't care if you're in church. I don't, I don't care, care if, if you're, you're with your grandma in the hospital. <laughs> toke up right now. Fuck yeah, because you know what? Hey, you want to get high, man? <laughs> Does Howdy Doody got wooden <laughs> balls, man? In 2015, a 91-year-old <laughs> British man living in Canada confessed to murdering a woman outside a nightclub in Carnaby Street, Soyhoy, UK. Soyhoy? Soyhoy! In 1946. <laughs> This is considered the longest period between a crime and a confession in British criminal history. Oh, wow. <laughs> the unidentified man, which they, I guess they don't want to identify him, which is strange. Um, <laughs> uh, the unidentified man offered the confession at a Canadian police station right after he was diagnosed with cancer. Canadian officers informed the British police who promptly sent an investigator to I- interrogate the man. The victim was a prostitute whose name the British man could not recall. It's just like, I killed so many of them, I can't really remember. Um, however, he remembered that he had shot her in the head with a pistol. He's like, I just, yeah, I didn't know what to do with her, and I shot her in the head. My God. When British officers showed him pictures of several women, the man identified his victim. She had been a 26-year-old prostitute called Margaret Cook. Police had never arrested a suspect in Cook's murder. Even though the man had remained in Britain for five years before relocating to Canada, Canadian police offered to extradite the man to the UK. However, Canadian judges refused to honor the extradition because the man was too old. They also thought the trial was unnecessarily because because he was going to die anyway, and they've now solved the murder. I mean, yeah, at that point in time, aren't you really just wasting resources yeah. for like some sort of like illusion of justice? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like it's kind of pointless, especially at the, that age when it's just like they're dead. They're like they're on their deathbed. They're old enough anyway. Once you get past like I feel like 80, it's just like leave the guy alone. There's no point of putting him in jail. Yeah. So we got another one in night. So we're going to go through all these different deathbed confessions. I don't know. This may come back later on on Strange Brew because there is so many. And like, you know, we'll talk about deathbed confessions when we talk about Tupac's living in uh, Cuba. And the guy, the cop on his deathbed said that he got paid one point two million dollars to fake Tupac's death. Yeah. If you think about it, too, like <clears throat> it's a very weird thing to confess to something that you didn't do on your deathbed. Yeah, that's like, fucking strange. Yeah, what 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 what's what the motivation? Would, what would you gain? Like, I, I get if you're if you're confessing to something that you've done and you've like have the you know the the religious thing in your head or the the spiritual or faith thing in your head and you're like I have to 
absolve myself of this before I die, in which case I get like a priest or, or whatever. But suck your dick. like, what? <laughs> um, but like, but what yeah. would be the whole point other than being like mentally unwell or delusional or anything like that? What would be the point of being like, there would be by no the point. way, I actually inherited JFK's penis. Yeah. It's just like, like this, it, this, this, that's why I said about the, you know, the flat earth stupid conspiracy. It's just like, okay, all these astronauts are lying, all of them, and we've had deathbed confessions about aliens and all this crazy shit, um, like Erner Von Braun or whatever, or fucking whatever the fuck you pronounce his name. Once the rockets are up, who cares where they come down? <laughs> it's not my department, said Werner Von Braun. So, like, okay, so you have, like, these people that confess with them, like, when they think, what, why isn't there some dude on his deathbed being like, the earth's flat, I saw it, man, I saw it, it's flooded, flooded. Okay. See, that's the thing, is that there probably are. That shit probably happens constantly, and yeah. no one just gives a fuck. Everyone's just like, okay, shut up. Go, it better not die, be flat. Please. <laughs> oh my god, Tom, if you're... That's that's when I leave the show. Yeah. If you become a flat tard. That's never gonna happen, I'm not gonna do that. I will be. I, I will believe that the earth is a globe and hollow for, until I die, or it's a simulation, which, I, like I said, doesn't matter anyway. Probably not. If, if it's a simulation, simulation, though, it means that it can change and be flat. It, actually, if it's a simulation, that means that it's neither flat nor round. It's just numbers. Yes, exactly. And who fucking knows, really? Because I don't know. And when I, as I keep saying, when we die, we'll find out what the fuck the truth is about all this fucking bullshit. Or we won't. <laughs> See, I'm going to die, man. That's just going to make me die, um, man. <laughs> In July nineteen. What the fuck? I ain't never smoked no dope like that before in my life, man. <laughs> you just took the most acid I've ever seen any man take. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're not busy for like a month. <laughs> in July nineteen ninety-five, firefighters discovered the charred remains of a woman in an empty house in Nashville, Tennessee. Police later identified the woman as thirty-five-year-old Joyce Goodner, who had been stabbed and beaten to death. Afterwards, the murderer had placed her body in a rug before setting it on fire. That's nice. Uh, police arrested James Washington for the murder. He knew Joyce, and Evie admitted that he saw her on the day she died. However, the police could not pin the murder on him because there was no DNA evidence at the crime scene. Things changed in 2009 when James Washington suffered a heart attack while serving a 15-year sentence for attempted murder. Fearing he was going to die... Washington called by the nearby guard, James Tomlinson, to confess to the 1995 murder. Come here. Come here, James. I gotta, I gotta tell you something. Come here. Come here. I killed that bitch. <laughs> things went south when Washington... Uh, when Washington, Things went south for Washington when his heart attack didn't prove fatal. Tomlinson informed the authorities about the confession. Washington was charged actually for the murder, and Washington recanted the confession and claimed he was hallucinating at the time. Unfortunately, it was too late. He convinced to mur uh, he confessed to murder and was convicted for it and sentenced to a life imprisonment. How fucked would it be if they're like death? It's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I got a reprieve just to get convicted, like. So true. So fucked up too that he's oh, like shit. That would, to me, to me, that would almost be evidence of actual karma at work yeah. in the world. Shit, that I, I didn't say that. No, you didn't hear me. No, say I didn't mean that. that. I didn't mean it. No, I <laughs> thought I was gonna die. <laughs> uh, in nineteen ninety one, after years of domestic violence, Grenold, Grenaldine, Grenald? 
Geraldine, 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 Geraldine. That's a fucking. Ho- what did I say the first time? That's a bad pronunciation. In 1991, after years of domestic violence, Geraldine Kelly was shot and her and killed her husband and stored his body in a freezer at their home in Ventura, California. That's pretty fucked. I gotta yeah. say. Like, <laughs> fucking put his her husband in a fucking freezer. It's like, I've had a fuck enough of this shit. I've had a few I drinks. You might want to buckle up. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah, everyone has their breaking point, And, uh, you know, women who snap tend to, tend to get gruesome with it. She told her kids that uh, their father died in a car accident. <laughs> well, she's probably not going to tell them that she killed him. <laughs> Seven years later, when she decided to move back to Somers- Somersville, Massachusetts, um, she, <laughs> they hate when I say that. <laughs> she Massachusetts. Has, Ma- Massachusetts. Uh, I, we had a listener that said that he hates the way I say Massachusetts. Massachusetts? Massachusetts. 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 Look, look, look. Massachusetts. 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 All right. She had had the moving company move the freezer with the body inside, and they drove it across country to a local storage facility in Somerville. Um, And maybe it's Somerville. It's spelt Somer, but uh, whatever. Do you you pronounce it Midsummer or Midsomar? I say Midsomar because of you. Because that's how you spelled it. Because that's yeah. how you pronounce it. Yeah. And to that, tell that to the fucking French Canadians with their stupid words that don't make sense how they pronounce it. In oh, it's because they're, <laughs> they're speaking French Canadian. In 2004, 13 years after the murder, Kelly was gravely ill with uh, breast cancer and confessed to her daughter that she had killed their father, claiming he had abused her for years, then told her where to find his body. Hey, 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 Susie, come here, come here, come here. I always get real sick right now, okay? I don't, I don't know if, I don't know how many years I got left, but uh, you know your father, you know, you know, yeah, mommy like died in the car accident, right? Like you know, no, oh, I killed him. I put him in a freezer. You want to go see the freezer? <laughs> I would assume if you're deathbed confessing, you don't have years left to live. You might have weeks mm-hmm. at most. Yeah, it's true. So you're like ready to I don't, go. Out the door. I, doctors like you have five years to live, and you're like, let me go confess to all these crimes <laughs> that are going to make my last five years miserable. Authorities investigated and found human remains in the locked, unplugged freezer in the storage room. That Ew, would unplugged? fucking reek. Ew. That would fucking reek. Oh, I thought she at least had the. Oh, oh man, that would fucking that'd uh, be so gross. That's disgusting. Yes, it is. What the fuck? So crazy. And uh, it's it's crazy, but the body fo- the body was mummified, but identified as John Kelly based on distinctive tattoos he was known for, including a panther, a a, a, a cupid doll. What the fuck is a cupid doll? What the fuck is a cupid doll? The little plastic doll. They usually put them in like those Mardi Gras cakes. Don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's strange. I don't know what a QP doll is. I ha- somebody had to explain it to me too, because like I've heard the expression so many times. I'm like, what the fuck is a QP doll? Who gets that tattoo? Someone explain it to me. Google it really quick. You'll see it. A QP doll. Everyone, yeah. look this up. That's on the audio. If you don't know what it is, because I clearly don't. A QP doll. You're gonna look at it and be like, oh, what that's the what the fuck? Called. Why yeah. would he have that tattooed on him? Um, 
So, uh, Cupid Doll is in the hanky code. It means something in uh, early uh, gay cruising communities. So this guy Can't was gay. I can't remember what it is. Yo, she, uh, he, he was gay, man. and she fucking murdered his ass because she caught hanky him code. sucking dick. That's what hanky actually happened. Doll. That's what actually happened. It's about to get strange, motherfucker. That's what happened. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's what happened, man. Why would he have that tattoo anyway? And he's got a fucking panther, this doll that clearly indicates that he's gay, and then a skull. So that's how they could identify him. His skull's probably had a cigar um, smoking on it. The cause of death was a gunshot to the back of the head. Interesting fact, the district attorney of Somerville Somerville <laughs> said it wasn't clear if Kelly wanted to unburden herself or if she wanted her children to know so if they found the body, they wouldn't be blamed for it. It's weird, right? I can't find the hanky coat thing. I gotta find my actual copy. I don't of the know hanky what coat. a hanky coat is when you said that I thought it was Mr. Never hanky, seen the Christmas poo. I've never been cruising, no. No, I'm saying have you ever, ever seen cruising with Al Pacino? No. It's a murder mystery? No. Okay. Then never mind. We'll talk about it off air. I watched Garface and Devil's Advocate, and that's about it. That's it? <laughs> I've never seen You're going to sit over there, Thomas. What? <laughs> with a straight face and tell me that you don't know the Pacino movies like <laughs> I thought you knew them. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Also, how is The Godfather I'll not on that list of, of Pacino movies? And seen? I'll fuck you in your face. You know what's crazy? I love gangster films, and I've seen Godfather, like, once. Yeah, and, it's long. It's yeah, great. It's, it's, it's long. good cinema, but it's like, meh, whatever. I don't care. I know, and I was listening to, like, uh, another show that I was talking about. I was like, uh, I was like, oh, do I need to revisit it? Yes, you are. You fucking... I think maybe you go ahead. You get you a big old bowl of pasta, huh? <laughs> and you sit on it and watch the fucking Godfather. I like when um, Danny Carvey does it in um, <laughs> Master of Disguise. <laughs> yeah, you got two tiny nuts. So I guess it's you and your two tiny nuts. So stupid. Oh <laughs> An elderly man claims he committed. There's an elderly man, and he claims he committed the assa an assassination. His what? Am I missing something? Uh, you usually are. Yeah. Huh. Huh. So this guy claims he was an assassin, uh, and he committed his assassinations between August 1959 and March 1972, at the time when he says the CIA had its own agenda. He says he was part of two operative cells of five members who carried out political assassinations across the country. Most of his victims were political activists, journalists, and Union leaders? Oh, corporations murdered him. <laughs> but he also claims that he killed a few scientists and artists whose ideas represent a threat to the interest of the United States. What artists do you think that he fucking murdered? Uh, Andy Warhol? No, Andy Warhol didn't die from getting shot. Andy Warhol died from something else. Did he die from AIDS? Or is that just a no. stereotype? <laughs> I think you're being a fucking homophobic <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah, I know. It's a joke. I know. And at the time when Andy Warhol was a thing, he was definitely on drugs and partying a fuckload. Oh, dude. Uh, so, yeah. He would be I good for... The, the, the big drug was speed at the factory, or at the foundation. I wouldn't mind factory. maybe doing him eventually for, which we have to get him back into fairly soon, maybe in November, is... Um, 
you know, Warhol died of a heart attack dead. following gallbladder surgery. Oh, that's that's a shitty way to die. Yeah, but he, I mean, he was shot, so it wasn't um, what his cause of death was, though. So this elderly man was named Mr. Hodges, and Mr. Hodges, Mr. Hodges. says that Marilyn Monroe remains uh, unique among his victims, as she was the only woman he ever assassinated. <laughs> Kennedy's he said he worked along with the CIA, the CIA's mm-hmm. own agenda. But he was not he worked for the CIA, but wasn't a CIA operative. At least that's what he says. But who so, knows? This could be full of shit. Here's the only thing with all the Kennedy stuff. Kennedy was not beloved by the nation until after he was dead. It's kind of true. Because no, like, I mean, very true. Like yeah. he had his, you know, he had the people that liked him, but he wasn't really considered a great president. Like he was. <laughs> Well, a lot of people considered that he was the reason that we almost got into World War III. Because I heard that he was pushing, yeah, some shady no, shit. No, no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing that Kennedy was. You know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not weighing in on wh- what kind of a president Kennedy was. I don't know. I wasn't alive in that time. No. I have no fucking idea. No, I like not. what he says, and I liked his brother and what his brother said. But his brother supposedly has ties with Falsewoods, which was the rigged um, school shootings to fucking bring an end to guns, according to some shit I read. Some shit you read. <laughs> I don't know. There's a book I read or something that said that he was tied to false According words. to this pamphlet this guy handed me at the bus stop, uh, and that's where I get all of my information We are going to so. conspiracy theory podcast, and I will fucking- <laughs> Yes, we are. I will, I will stand on the point of the conspiracy until the day I die. Just, just not Flat Earth or the denial of the Holocaust, okay? Yeah, get fucked. <laughs> Uh, he, he claims he has no regrets. However, he says that she became a threat to security of the country and had to be eliminated. And the FBI arrested the man uh, after he was saying these wild uh, accusations. So that's fucking... That's fucking strange. That's real fucking strange. If this is, holds any merit and they actually did arrest him, it would have that would have been weird if the FBI actually was like, all right, is this guy confessing to something that, like, because I feel like the FBI, like, shakes hands with the fucking CIA. They're all fucking buddies out there. Um, maybe, but also, like, the same thing with, like, the reason why serial killers got away with it for as long as they did. I don't yeah. think interdepartmental relationships yeah. are all that great. No. Like, the branches of the military don't even like each other. I don't know if you were aware of this in Canada, but, like, we have, like, military rivalries where it's like the Marines hate Navy people. Fucking hate them. Uh, the Air Force thinks every other branch of the military is fucking stupid. Um, I just feel like in the Air Force you have to be more, like, I don't know. They're all pretty intelligent. In no, the that's Navy. the stereotype. You have to, you have, to have like, a, a high IQ, at least high enough to go into the Air Force. Yeah. You don't need a high IQ to go in the Marines. You don't need a high you IQ don't? to go in the Army. I thought it's like a army. brutal, like, the Marines is like a brutal boot camp, though. Like, do you think people with brutal. a high IQ sign up for the fucking Marines? That's true. That's true, but do they get in? I, I, I apologize I know, to all of our Marine yeah. listeners out there. If you're a Mensa scholar and a Marine, please tell me. But. I know for a fact that the boot camp is, like, beyond brutal. Is that they fucking test Of course it is. No, I'm not saying they're not tough. I'm not saying they're not fucking, fucking ridiculously, crazy. like, yeah. brutal motherfuckers. And I'm sure tactically they're smart, but the stereotype is that they're all just a bunch of gorillas. And so. the one thing that they did not do is kill Osama bin Laden. You don't think so? I do fucking not. I do not think so. I believe Osama bin Laden um, actually died uh, in Bush's error. And so there's a, a theory. Let's just get into a quick theory. We're talking about deathbed confessions. You could kind of say that someone might have said this, but they probably didn't. But uh, that there's the theory, right, that goes that 
Uh, Osama bin Laden probably died of natural causes, and they fucking knew about it. Uh, that's like that he just died of dialysis. He was on dialysis, like he kidney just died failure. of uh, kidney failure. Yeah, yes, uh, kidney failure. My grandfather was on it, um, on dialysis for years, and then eventually you just you decay and you die. And um, so I, that's what I. This is actually what I subscribe to. What I believe is that he died no, in Bush's era, and and the election was coming up anyway. And Bush was already like down the polls that they had an idea that they were gonna bring it out and be like, oh my God, Bush got Osama bin Laden to get his polls like higher in ranking of uh, voting and stuff like that. But they thought that it was kind of a waste, so they did it during the Obama administration because as soon as people stopped liking Obama, oh my God, he found Osama, and then their names rhyme. It's like this is perfect timing, everybody. I love that your biggest point of evidence is their names rhyme. I am the smartest man alive. <laughs> you are. I, you get no argument here. William, yes, William Desmond Taylor was a pioneer uh, director in, si in the silent movie era. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, directing a total of 59 films over an eight-year period. That's a lot of films. It's a lot of films. It is. And it that's is from 1914 uh, and eight years, obviously, is like 1922-ish, right? Am I right? Yeah. About there. Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, however, Taylor's career was dramatically cut short, oh, when he was shot in the dead in February 1922. Hmm. His murder remains unsolved, though the actress Margaret Gibson reportedly confessed to the crime 42 years later. 42 years later, while he's dying. While he's dead. He's been dead for years. While she's while dying. He's dying. Margaret. Margaret. Gibson, Margaret Gibson, had worked with Taylor in the early part of his career and was 27 at the time of his murder. 40 years after the crime, she reportedly confessed to a neighbor that she was Taylor's killer and af after she suffered a heart attack. Furthermore, Gibson had made reportedly made similar comments in the early 1960s when she became hysterical after seeing a segment about Taylor's murder on TV. How do you think she reacted when she saw this hysterically? Did she uh, stamp her card and yell bingo? <laughs> no. Oh my God, I actually killed that guy. Oh God, he's so fucking... The, that, that's the last thing I needed in real life. Bingo, bingo! <laughs> that's funny. So fucking crazy. When Charlie Ross was kidnapped in 1847, his case caused a media storm as a result of the four-year-old's family wealth because there was a ransom. And I was debating on it because I read like I read like the most famous I read a book called like the the biggest crimes or whatever in American history, something like that. And they talked about the the Lindberger baby with cheese. Um, and I don't know <laughs> if Lindberg I Lindbergh baby. The Lindberger baby, um, he was delicious in the oven. Uh, Albert Fish gave me the recipe. And uh, <laughs> I actually was doing it. The, the story is interesting. And I don't think a lot of people actually know it nowadays. Because um, I listened to like where it talked about, the, which eventually I would love to get in the Ramses. It's talked about like all this, the main, like Lizzie Borden might be an interesting one to eventually talk about, even though it's fairly well known. But I feel like now kids are becoming disconnected as they get, the younger kids don't know about some of these older stories that we were told as a kid as like folklore, even like stuff like Bloody Mary Urban Legends. I feel like they're not getting that exposure to that weird side of life anymore because they're too plugged in their phones and shit. That's what I believe. Like you see these fucking I'm kids. Sure working kids out? are still into weird shit. Everybody, I mean on like, the internet. Yeah, but weird shit's always been weird Pokemon shit. Pokemon like, Go, sure, man. 
I'm sure there are people that are older than them, you know, their parents and their grandparents that are telling them this shit the same way that we learned about the older shit from our parents and grandparents. Maybe. Most parents seem fucking jaded and all fucked up. You see them walk around with their eyes fucking open. like. I think most people seem jaded and fucked up. Yeah, it's true. Uh, So, however, after the months passed, there was still no news of little Ross. Uh, That was until police uh, foiled a burglary in December 1974. They they put they foiled a burger. Would you ra- would you rather foil a burglary or burgle a foilery? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> so the police unit, yeah, they were fo- uh, they foiled uh, a burger burglary in December ni- 1874, including professional criminals Bill Mosier and Joe Douglas. Uh, I've heard the name uh, Joe Mos or Bill Moser. I feel like, but are you just mixing it up with Scott Moser because you're a giant? Ah, that's probably right. While Moser died at the scene, Douglas survived the shootout. Oh, fucking Douglas, man! Douglas is back, the bunny man. Uh, Douglas, the bunny man's coming to get you. What are you? What are you doing? Oh, man, that has, like, a giant amount of fucking downloads on it. I don't know why people were so <laughs> interested by Easter. <laughs> Douglas, it, Who the fuck else has an Easter episode? I no know, it is true. <laughs> and we'll be coming, uh, and there will be uh, a um, Halloween special, and we're talking on works to do Halloween live special for everyone out there listening to this prior. Be sure to... Um, or keep your ears open for that on the Instagram, on Strange Your Podcast, because uh, it'll probably, hopefully it'll be me, Aaron, Billy, and Anton. All four of us would be, be sweet. Would be fun. And uh, so it's pretty crazy. So obviously, like, they, they caught up with these burglars. And, you know, Douglas was still alive after a fucking shootout. Pew, pew. But this is, like, the like, late uh, 1800s. So um, they're just stuffing fucking little balls and handguns. <laughs> Stupid. Wait uh, a minute, I need to reload. <laughs> oh, shit, I dropped the ball. That's <laughs> pretty much how it would be. Uh, Douglas survived the shoe long right, enough to confess <laughs> to the kidnap of Ross. The youngest brother who was there and when he was abducted was later taken to view the two criminals' bodies, and he confirmed that they indeed were the men who took his, took his sibling. Unfortunately, Ross was never found, and nobody knows what happened to him. Nobody knows, man. Nobody knows, because know why? I am very, very sneaky, sir. They were sneaky. The, the sneakiest. And well, I think he he like he survived long enough um, to confess, right? So uh-huh. this is the place where the dead speak. You know he was what they say? Dead. You know what they say? Let me out of this fucking box! <laughs> Wait, what? Drunk there. Get off to kick your ass. <laughs> uh, Roy, Roy Heath admitted to the murder. Uh, admitted to murder after police located human remains beneath the patio of his flat in London, England in 2010. At the time of his confession, Heath Ledger was terminally ill. Just joking. Um, sleep better than Heath Ledger under a dream catcher. Nice. Okay. Who's, uh, whose lyric is that? D- Diabolic. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Heath admitted a murder after they found human remains under his apartment. With, that's what a flat is for everyone that's not from that area. Why? Why do you bury the remains at your fucking house? J- Gacy did it. Why? Because he wants to dream about the little boys, man. He's like, okay, that's something serious. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're 32 fucking bodies, sure. But one, and you're like, 
in the house. Do you, and I want to get into it eventually, it. but you think Gacy just like liked thinking about like when he's sleeping that they were underneath him, so to speak? Like, do you think that's probably some either that or like he was just like, if they're here, then I know that they're here and I, no yeah. one's going to find them because he has to come in here. Like, I don't that's know. That's true. That's actually good. Uh, and that's not going to be for a while because, like I said, we're gonna just, we're slowly just leading up. We might be 35, 36 by the time we actually get into the, into like Which means for all of you out there, we'll be yeah. dead. Yeah, because <laughs> um, there's so many serial killers to get to first in the succession of years, at least. So uh, Heath was terminally ill, and he he re- he was actually resident at a hospice. Nonetheless, uh, when police asked him about the skeleton, he admitted to strangling a man uh, to death 12 years prior. Hmm. That's an intimate way to go. He said, you found my Halloween decorations. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be fucked. That is, um, you know, that is is pretty fucked up. Um, Maybe, like, that's very intimate. Strangling is very, like, an intimate way to murder somebody. Yeah, it's up close and personal for sure. Uh, That's why why I'll kill Billy. His eyes pop out of You're going to face him like this? Or you're gonna like behind with the the rope like you're uh, a mafioso. I feel like I gotta face him and look him in the eyes as I do it. It'll be like when I'm about to die, my hands will be really brittle, so it'll take a long time because I'm like, you're going out with me. You're just not actually strangling <laughs> him at all. You're just you think you are, and he's just like, we <laughs> both you and you're all like, the shit. And then you both just fall over and poop <laughs> yourselves and die because we're exerted. No, you didn't die. You're both just dumb, and you fucking poop yourselves, and uh, then you wake up, and you're like, ah, and then you go back at it, and you keep trying it, and that's that's how you guys spend eternity. It's just uh, trying so, to kill each other and poop yourselves. Heath named the man as Iraq-born Muhammad Taki. Muhammad Taki, uh, who had been last seen at the doctor's appointment in uh, January 1998. Uh, police located his remains beneath the layer of concrete at Heath's home, following a tip off. For and unfortunately, though, the killer was never brought to justice as he died 13 days after his confession. Did give a motive? He didn't say shit really why he like murdered him. And this, I don't know, this guy sounds like a white guy murdering uh, an Iraq guy. So maybe he's like, "You bombed the fucking two towers." It's like, no, that was Bush, man. That was Bush. <laughs> huh. Fucking weird, eh? If you want to look up Roy Heath, you can see if he uh, he killed him. You know what? You know what we always say? Well, sometimes that is better. Yes, indeed. What is happening out there with Charles? He's yelling at me. <laughs> Christ. In November 2008, Sharon Diane Crawford Smith. Man, that is a fucking mouthful. This is my that wife, is. Sharon Diane Crawford Smith, uh, the second, um, third cousin removed, uh, <laughs> admitted to killing two of her ice cream store co-workers 40 years prior. The woman, uh, Constance Smooth's Hervana, what is with these fucking names? This woman is Diane Crawford Smith, and she killed Constance Smooth's Hervanier. It's because only one of them was allowed to have the most ridiculous name. And Caroline Hervanier Perry. So obviously there was... They spe- a lot of hyphens. How many hyphens between the three of them? There are no hyphens. <laughs> I don't know if you would hyphen hyphen a hyphen. Can you hyphen the hyphen, though? <laughs> so, do, you think, do you think hyphens are hyphy? 
hyphy for the wifey. Uh, they were shot dead at their place of work in uh, Stratton, Virginia. Stratton? Stratton? Whatever. That sounds right. Sir, Virginia. Home sweet Virginia. What's that Virginia song everyone knows? Are you mixing up fucking um, <laughs> country roads and home sweet home yeah. to, into a weird, just horrible medley? But their murders would uh, go unsolved for over four decades until Smith finally confessed to the crime. Smith had been dealing with kidney and heart problems when she confessed to the murders. She told cops that she had killed the two victims because uh, they teased her for being gay. Anton, do you approve? Of her murdering somebody because she was being teased? No. Why not? Um, because I think there are better ways of handling that than murder. What are you, drunk? Drunk enough to kick your ass. And murder you. <laughs> for calling me gay. According to the police manuscript obtained by CNN in 2009, Smith said, How was just pushed too far? As a result, she was subsequently charged with first-degree murder prior to her death in January 2009. So, like, they charged her with murder, but she died anyway. Yep. So it's a really good time to admit murder. It's like when people are, like, posthumously convicted of things where they're like, yeah, yeah, you did it, even though you've been dead for 20 years. It's like, wait, what? That's fucking stupid. Didn't somebody say that you're one of your friends that I swear way too much? Uh, no, I don't think so. You said somebody listened to the podcast said, I swear like a fucking sailor. Yeah, you do. Don't you know I would never say the word fuck? I would never fucking ever fucking say that! Ever! <laughs> Stupid setup. <laughs> was, that, was that joke worth it? Did it pay off? Uh, not really, but you did say that at one point. That, no, I, yeah, you're right. I, I feel that, like it was happened. prior I'm episodes. Don't give me a break. If you do go back and listen to even ones with me and like when me and Billy kind of started this shit, we were like hammered half the time. And when you're that drunk and stuff, you say fuck and like swear a lot oh, to I'm, fill in I'm the aware. gaps of your like intelligence lacking. Those aren't those aren't the episodes <laughs> that he was talking about though. A lot of them were the ones that you and I did together. Jesus uh, also, Christ. this person is from New Jersey, so you swear a lot. <laughs> That's fucked. <laughs> New Jersey's like that guy says fuck a ton. <laughs> After Alice Mock accused Wayman Camille Jr. of rape in 1975, he was sentenced to 15 years in prison for the offense. Oh, Wayman, you're Camille. <sighs> yeah. Uh, according to Mock, uh, Wayman, his name is Wayman Camille Jr. That's a that's a name. People, these people got Dude, crazy. Every name in this story so far is just like, what? What the fuck? Alice Mock. I've never heard of Alice Mock's on cock. I've heard of Wayland, like Wayland yeah. Smithers, but Wayman. Yeah, Wayman, Wayman, yeah. Is it, are you just saying Raymond with a lisp? No, it's fucking Wayman. No, I know Wayman. I'm saying the person that named the person. Like, I want to name my thumb Wayman. <laughs> Way Wayman? Wayman. Are you saying Raymond? No, Wayman. Like, oh. It's, have you, like, when... This is a birth certificate, <laughs> ma'am. I'm marking a W on this, just so you know. Your child's gonna hate you. You're, it's okay. like when uh, Ricky names Wait. his kid Hotel by accident. He puts, like, the name for Trailer Park Boys fans. He puts, like, the fucking... He puts the where he lives. It's, like, at the hotel uh, in the name. And then his location, he puts the actual name of his kid. So uh -huh. His son on the birth certificate is named Hotel. <laughs> oh, my God. I love fucking Trailer Park Boys. It got worse as it went, but it's still fucking fairly funny. 
So yeah, once J Rock left, I was kind of done. He's also kind of a fucking weirdo prick asshole. Anyway, I've heard. What are you fucking talking about? He's a weirdo prick asshole. He seems like a really upstanding dude from everything I've heard. There's something I heard about him recently where I was like, hmm, sketchy character. Mm, I don't know, man. He uh, when you guys were having those wildfires, he personally paid to fucking get a bunch of people flown out. Um, those wildfires were caused by drones. There's literally oh, vody- video footage were. that you can see. It's like this is just controlled fire, so they use drones to control fire, so we can burn stuff down. But this one's weird, man. Everything is. Ca- it's like the fucking shit in California. There was people that houses weren't burned down around, like rich people, and like we had sprinklers. That's why our house didn't burn. But meanwhile, targeted places were burnt down. It's so they can fucking, they could burn out all the forests so no one can go out and live in the wilderness and actually live off the grid because they want you to come to the inner cities. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom has gone full. (laughs) So uh, she did, uh, according to Ma, Camille also robbed her. But on her deathbed, she had admitted that she had invited Camille, or Wayman, Wayman Camille, into her apartment and actually robbed him (laughs) once he passed out from drinking. Wayman, come help Mommy in the kitchen, Wayman. And they're turning the fucking frogs gay. Before passing, Mock revealed the true story to her neighbor. Mock only made the claim because she didn't want her landlord to know that she had invited a black man into her apartment. I'm sorry, but I could have kind of, to- I kind of was, I kind of could tell by the name. I can't. I'm. I guess I, I could see a white man with the name Wayman. I could see it. Wayne. <laughs> Hashtag cancel strange brew podcast. <laughs> Shit, that's why I need Mike. Come on the podcast and I can make jokes. <laughs> Shit. That, was a, that is the last thing that we're going to get canceled for. There's a fucking million other. That that's why Billy, when Alex is always on, he's like, I like when Alex is on. I can say the Edward. word. I was like, no, you can't. Just because he's right beside you doesn't mean that you can say it. I want to see it where he keeps saying it and he just gets fucking punched <laughs> or slapped every time. Like, not, yeah, not even a full punch, just a back of the head, like, slap. Um, Every time. Yeah, just as Reverse a joke. Pavlov dog. Uh, we'll put this out there. Um, I said it once in this entire podcast. Let me know if you find the episode. I know what one it is. So if you could find it, and I'm surprised I didn't edit it out, but I think I said I kept it because it wasn't a funny joke. Um, let's see if you can find it somewhere. I'm not Joe Rogan. I didn't say it like 70 times. I said it once on one episode. And I, let it's me the see shittiest you find game it. of Where's Waldo you'll <laughs> yeah, ever play. Yeah, Just go back and you'll find it uh, if you listen far enough back. She also didn't want Wayman to know he had taken money for from her. Or from him, I mean. So, like, like she... She just didn't say anything, and she blamed. She's like, "This guy fucking raped me," even though she invited him over, robbed him, and then she was like, "Oh no, he raped me." And the thing is, it just shows that no, you know, the, the whole theory: believe every woman. I should believe most of them if they have definitive proof. Um, like I don't think that you. I don't think that saying believe bit. every villain, the pejorative, is is good for anything. No, I think you should believe what the evidence in front of you says. But this right here proves like, it. She's like, I robbed this guy, so I t- I said that he raped me, and then he went in prison for 15 fucking years. Yeah, that's fucking horrible, and that's, I'm, 
not even you know an uncommon thing. I'm sure that happened more than oh, ever should have. Especially back in the day. Uh, oh yeah. With um with black men during certain times because you would have the white woman lust for the black man, so to speak. Especially during uh, when you're getting out of the times where obviously when the slaves were uh, freed, and then you go kind of forward history with uh, no water fountain bullshit, all that stuff, right? And you have a woman that's messing around with like a black dude, and then she gets caught, and she actually maybe was falling for him but to so she doesn't get i feel like murdered herself or targeted herself for abuse she says that he raped her and no, i believe are, that I happened mean, a shitload no there's numerous examples of that happening in history and what's that was even worse is that not, it's not just so she doesn't get shot or murdered but half the time it's just to save face publicly yes because she would be yes. shamed for like 100 100 percent. it's it's so yeah. fucked we live in a fuck humans weird. suck they do suck. After Mock's confession, Wayman was released from prison in 1987 after, I think, 15 years. Please tell me the man got some sort of fucking compensation for this. Um, no, he got to enslave five, four, five white women. He got, to, he got to go kick her in the cunt just once. <laughs> Wearing cowboy boots. Just, just a full-on hoof in the front butt. Yeah, it's true. That is bullshit. She just wants some cocoa, everybody. <laughs> in April 1957, fishermen located the remains of Willie Edmund, all these names, man, on the banks of Alabama River, 10 was miles out from Montgomery. Was he wrapped in a slicker and he had a hook for a hand? And, you know, he was like, <laughs> You hit me. He with had a whole cord. bunch of notes that said, I know what you did, did last, last midsummer. I gotta, I wanna go back, and I feel like it's worth a watch. I, I got both of them. I got one and two. Uh, I got them for a buck each at uh, the flea market. That's what I'm really trying to look for is cheap movies. I bought like a four um, over the weekend that I just bought like at a movie store. I I'm trying to like look for and I'm going to make a huge collection. Chelsea thinks we don't need more shit, but I think I do. So I'm going to have a huge collection of horror movies and just keep building them over the years. And, oh, um, do you? I always think uh -huh. of scary movie. And it's just like, I'm, I'm still alive. Okay, no problem. He's like wiping <laughs> off his boot. I'm still, it's fine, guys. And then he like chucks the thing backwards and it fucking smokes him in the head. <laughs> Where's the foot? <laughs> um, do you want a copy of Red State? No. But oh, we're going to do that uh, for, would you, what, you want to do that for, <laughs> for fucking. We can. I have a copy of it. I just found out the other day that I guess the, uh, the cheapest version of it online now is 75 bucks. So I'm like, ooh. What? Yeah. I, I'll it flopped. It. it didn't do great. So they, I mean, I don't think that they made a bunch more DVDs. So they're probably all in the hands of collectors right now. Strange. I have a copy of Tusk somewhere. I can't remember where the fuck it is. Uh, know what we should do? That's got to be a commentary episode Tusk? for the Patreon. Yeah. Yes, that oh, movie's yeah, fucked. A commentary and I think an unreal review because that movie is absolutely fucking. Bonkers. I want to do an unreal review of uh, Red State, and I think we should release that around the same time we do a Waco episode. Uh, me and Billy have done a Waco. Did you forget? You forget? I mean, another Waco episode. We're gonna I mean, do we another do one. Like a, uh, yeah. Well, how could? What else could we cover? That he didn't fuck the kids because he probably didn't. They probably just. No, he, I would will be willing to bet that he definitely fucked the kids. I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, a weird religious dude from Texas. <laughs> they blamed whatever. Fuck a bunch of kids. Man, gaslighting. He fucked an eight-year-old woman, dude. Gaslighting. So would fucking Richard fuck, Ramirez. Whatever. He fucked a 78-year-old. Yeah, it, that's going to be your example of shining morality of why the ATF. Don't be wrong. The ATF did some really fucked up shit, and they shouldn't have gone in like they did, and they shouldn't have killed a bunch of kids. But, the, the, yeah, the Koresh Go back, really listen fucked. to me and Billy's Waco episode uh, on David Koresh. 
Um, you know, because uh, Vinny passes a whole song about it about him. It's interesting because he's like, I thought you were a good guy. The whole song's about I thought you were a good guy, but I I heard about all the shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's kind of fucky. Yeah. Um, and also just to shut this out, while we're talking about it. Patreon. Remember, people, we're gonna do some fun content for September and October. That's the whole plan. Is we're gonna have an unreal review and uh, commentary for both months. Uh, for horror movies specifically, some fucked up horror movies. Maybe someone slightly newer. Maybe some older shit. But we're going to make sure when we do the commentaries, it's going to be movies that you can get while you can watch over Prime or Netflix mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So and so this fisherman, right, they located his remains, Willie uh, Edwards, on the banks of Alabama, 10 miles out from Montgomery. He had been targeted by members of the Ku Klux Klan who claimed he had said something derogatory to a white woman. What do you think he said to a white oh, woman? Oh, no. That's the worst crime there is. I know. And they could say whatever they want to a black man or a black woman or whatever, right? Willie Edwards. Um, as a result, they drove him out into the countryside and forced him to jump off a bridge at gunpoint. But the horrif- horrific event uh, of Edwards' death lived in the memory of a Klansman, Henry Alexander, apparently was wrecked with guilt for his part in the murder right up until his death, according to his widow, Diane. And weeks before Alexander's passing in 1992, the Klansman had apparently told his wife that he had mistakenly identified Edwards as the person who offended the white woman. As a result, he felt he was responsible for his fucking death. We're not talking about somebody just pulling their dick out and wagging it at a woman. Oh, my God. Probably just something like, Bitch, those fucking coattails are hideous. <laughs> At least that's what, that's what is I would with be murdered those for. Be like, Ew, girl, no. I want the some sweet, sweet vanilla, vanilla, vanilla cake. I need some sweet vanilla. Um, it's just, it is weird the fact that like he was just like, is this a whole thing I've said before, right? That my law teacher really tried to drill in our skulls is like, man, they just like will point out the first black dude they see because it thinks it gives them comfort, but it really doesn't. Like where that little boy was 16 going to get candy and then they arrested him because the guy thought that he shot his wife and this is in Florida. And it's just like, and obviously back in, you know, the 20s, 30s, 40s, like 50s, like this shit happened rampant all the time. Dude, it's, yeah, it's it's not a portion of American history you really want to fucking, like, it's... Let's change subjects. Sightings. So this this episode got really shitty really quick. What about this? (laughs) Sightings of the Loch Ness Monster have dated back to the 16th century, but most, obviously, is the famous, uh, photographic evidence of the creature's existence comes from the 1930s. Like we said, if you go back in 19, uh, in 1933, well, as tourism, uh, tourism to the area, obviously with the, you know, with interest of the Loch Ness monster, um, it kind of in 1933 is really, really interest grew as we've talked about. And we talked about the surgeon's photo in the Loch Ness monster episode taken Mm by, um, Cornell Robert Wilson in 1934 captured the head of Nessie, as the monster swam through the waters of Loch Ness. Wilson, a British surgeon, claimed he had been driving near Loch and saw something swimming at the point in which he stopped to take a picture, which uh, he never wanted credit for the image, hence it being called the surgeon's photo. Until the 1990s, it was believed by many he captured actual proof of the monster's existence. But do you think he never wanted credit for the photo because he didn't want to be questioned because he knew it wouldn't hold up to questioning? 
He'd be like, I, I can't make up a fucking story on the fly like that. And no. anything I say is going to be far too specific, so they're going to know that I'm full of shit. Yeah, I know, right? So, and these people come out of the way. And they, yeah, and they don't. And the thing is, what he maybe he saw the reaction to it when it first went out, like, that looks fake. Or, but people believe, people believe crazy shit, as we said mm-hmm. before. Um, this isn't, uh, this isn't. This isn't to say there were skeptics. In 1984, Stuart Campbell assessed the picture and decided uh, that whatever was on the surface of the water couldn't be more than two to three feet long, uh, some sort of unexpected wildlife. Even Campbell was proven wrong, how, wrong, wrong. however, when <laughs> Christian Serpling uh, confessed at the end of his life that he perpetrated the hoax and had been a part of the fake photo creation, 90-year-old Sir... Sir Splurling, that's what his name was, was Splurling. Christian Splurling. Um, he's the one that confessed when he was 90 years old in 1994. And according to Spurling, he was in cahoots with his stepfather and Loch Ness Monster enthusiast, uh, Marmaduke Weatherall. I knew you were in cahoots with Marmaduke. Damn you, Marmaduke. Mar- Marmaduke Weatherall. What a name in this episode. These names, man. As well as Wilson when he came when he sent a toy submarine with an animal head attached to it uh, to make it, it. They put it in the lock, and the picture was staged by Sperling and Weatherall, who then handed it off to Wilson to give it credibility to the public to present to the public. Hmm. Is that fucking weird? I would like to believe that the Loch Ness monster exists. I believe that the craziest shit exists, and because I just saw Nope recently, it's this whole thing of like, there is aliens in our ocean, for sure. I don't believe maybe they're in the sky the way that this movie portrayed. Who knows? I will never know because we don't know what aliens look like. Uh, but the fact that they are fucking aliens in our ocean, like just like creatures, even just the creatures we see, like fucking octopuses. This is. And stuff like that. It's like these creatures exist. Like the craziest looking creatures exist at the bottom of our ocean. Like nuts looking shit. Like the fucking thing with the ball on his head. The <laughs> anglerfish is going to be Man. here like, that's the craziest shit ever. It's like, like fucking no. But there is like those. Just, it is weird that we don't really understand the ocean as well as we, I think we think we think. And now no, we have absolutely. All these, yeah. And we have all those animals on the surface that we can more or less track rather than Bigfoot because he's out there and he's too Other smart. than the <laughs> deepest areas of the jungle, yeah. yeah which are still unexplored. Exactly. That's true because you get fucking murdered mm-hmm. by things like fucking plants and animals. And, but the ocean is a fucking fantastical nuts thing that is like yeah one of the way you got like plants that just have poison barbs on them that you just accidentally bump it and you're like oh i'm dead now i was reading talking about like looking up episodes we should get into and stuff like that like there's crazy venus flytrap like creatures that can like fucking almost like kill a man in the jungle a ton of carnivorous plants yeah ones that like lure animals in like those big ass like cup looking ones that just have like the smell of rotting whatever they lure scavengers in so scary I would not want to fuck with one of those things. You accidentally kick the wrong fungus, spores go up, and just done. Like that thing from Little Shop of Horrors? I used to have one in my backyard. Audrey 2? Is that what it's called? Audrey <laughs> 2 is the name of the plant. <coughs> I gotta rewatch that film. I'm not a fan of the music so much, but I enjoyed the film when I was a kid. It's like kind of like shop, uh, barbershop quartet. It is, yeah. It's doo-woppy. Doo-wop, 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 bop, um, bop, You see the original with Jack Nicholson? Yes. What? Yeah. There's a one before Rick Moranis. It yeah, was it's a, a Roger Corman film. It it's was the a one play, that was it not? It, no, there it was, became it, a play after the movie, yeah. Because there was, it was playing around it's the time that I saw 
Oh, that's weird. There, it was playing in a theater around the same time that I saw Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I wanted to go see it and couldn't make it, and I thought it would have been kind of fun to see that. That's probably the original, or not the original, that's probably the, the uh, Little Shop of Horrors, the Rick Moranis one that's being played. If it's being played alongside Rocky no, Horror, because like, they're both no. musicals. Uh, a play. They actually were doing a play of the movie. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah I've gotten to see a little shop on stage. It was great. Really? Rocky mm-hmm. or Picture Show was fucking hilarious because they had the motherfuckers yelling shit at the audience. And it yeah, was like, that's gold. a shadow cast. Suck that's, his that's, that's balls. The whole point. <laughs> shit. Like, they said the most yeah. horrible. When I was like there, I didn't realize that it was someone actually like p- placed in the crowd because there was like three people. And mm-hmm. then when they started yelling out, like, he sucks his cock and like shit like that, I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I was mm-hmm. so stoned because I went my dad I was killing myself laughing. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, this is fucked. But it, and then I realized mom was like, yeah, they just put people in the crowd because she went and saw it. And I was like, oh, makes yeah, it's sense. It's a full experience. Oh, yeah, it's a full experience. An alleged uh, former CIA agent and military officer gave a shocking deathbed confession in which he claimed to have seen living extraterrestrials in an alien spaceship secretly stored at the mysterious Air Force of Area 51. <laughs> weird um he was sent to i i i'm someone who kind of believes it's just military equipment that they developed maybe using alien technology and they hold the alien somewhere fucking very different than what we think is uh, like the, i think the dulce base is more likely to hold a bunch of aliens i think air 51 oh, is might area 51? Be craft. i don't think anything is at area 51 anymore i think it, not a lot anymore of it was transferred it, to uh hangar 18 uh, yeah. after 51 kind of became known uh, right, right, Patterson Air Force yeah. Base. Yeah, because either way, there's this whole theory, right, that all like William Cooper style bullshit, right, that all the spaceships are like man-made, essentially. All the aircrafts are man-made. Um, I, I do believe that they got their technology from aliens, and you know, everyone there, industrial revolution, blah blah blah. But we went from all this shit. A hundred years, we've now we have electric cars within a hundred years. So go fuck yourself. They got we the had technology. the technology to make electric running engines back then too. They were just suppressed. I don't know what like it's water not- the water fuel cell motherfucker. That's a different episode altogether. <laughs> he said he was sent to Area 51 on a research mission to report back to President D, uh, Dwight Eisenhower, uh, who warned of an alien invasion. Uh, I actually wish I had his clip that play um, of his famous speech. Uh, president that I did actually like was Eisenhower. He warned us about the stuff that was coming and is now present in our day. He could have been. Um, but he was trying to, I think, lead, even if he was shady in other forms, he was trying to tell us and warn us about the things that could be coming that he probably knew about, but said it cryptically. Eisenhower? You don't like Eisenhower? What was wrong with Eisenhower? I like the speech. It was nice. I don't know he did the deal with the aliens. to have a, a proper thing, but I mean, from what I've heard, I, I like... He was I get it. Like, well, he was supposed to like supposedly he did that deal with the aliens. Um, they say to mm-hmm. to get the technology. Yeah, the, the valiant Thor. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, they claim this, but also there's the claim that he just had a deal with them where they did like they wanted peace, and he like agreed to it. And then other aliens showed up and talked to other forms of government that were necessarily more evil. And then he was mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit, this is not going the way that I thought it was going to." Um, so weird. The claims. The claims were made that in uh, in a video interview in which the 77 year old man could be clearly seen, but was not named. Of course, like one of those like they blank out his face, like 
I worked at Area 51 for fucking 40 years, and you know one of those, or it's like really cryptid where their voice is like they really distort it. Where they do the shadow work over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that. UFO author Richard uh, Dolan. Uh, interviewed the man who said he was facing kidney failure. If the operation was unsuccessful, he may just only have months to live. He claimed he served in the U.S. Army and worked for the CIA and worked for the United States Air Force on Project Bluebeam in studies into UFOs, and Bluebeam will be coming down the road. I have definitely plans to get into that once we cover other things to bring us into that. Uh, his most shocking claim was he would have to be taken inside Area 51, or that he was taken inside Area 51 to see the variety of UFOs allegedly recovered by the U.S. military. Uh, these were said to include flying saucers, said to have crash-landed at Roswell, New Mexico in July 1947. <laughs> I'm watching the flying saucers go around, <laughs> and I'm getting dizzy. And uh, so who knows, right? Because they, they, we, you know, go back, let's do our Roswell episode, but they claim to have found bodies at the crash and one mm -hmm. female, one male, all that bullshit. Or what they uh, the indestructible um, ship fragments as well. The ones that yes. you can bend them, burn them, all that shit. That's, they just pop back into place. Fucking weird. Yeah. That's weird in general. I, I mean, you know me. I'm far more inclined to believe in aliens than I am in pretty much anything else. That's just kind of, that's always been my thing, though, is it's like, all right. You didn't act like that when we talked about the reptilians. That's because the reptilians are just code word for No, it's not. No. Yes, it is. It, what, it, it, they, they've existed before David Icke said shit. The Orion group and the Law of One, they never act like and say anything about like even some sort of anti-Semitic Jewish no, bullshit no, like, I, at I, all. I get, I, I get that, but I'm saying a lot of like reptilian shit goes back to the Pez, and I, it's... Not oh, man, I wish I had boo this man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, okay, I will give you that reptilian humanoids have existed throughout all of history. Like, you yes. have the Naga of, uh, you know, in Asia and everything like that. Um, so uh, the idea of, of reptile style people has, has always gone back. But it could be, you know, it, it could be reduced to chaos, Kampf. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You said your whole hand. Yeah, well, take off. Take off. Yeah, take off, you knob. <laughs> and Area 51, uh, Area 51 is heavily guarded by the U.S. Air Force. The base is uh, deep in the Nevada, the, the Nevada desert. Where... Do you think it's a distraction at this point? Oh, like, fuck I feel yeah. like that's but those that's guys just went there and partied out front of it. So stupid. Well, they didn't get they they didn't get to the fucking the zone where you can't cross I into. Know. They would have all been either arrested or murdered. Um, that would have been fun to see. Bunch of fucking nerds getting shot. Did you ever see the uh, the mock-up that somebody did? Somebody made, uh, they, they like punched it into a simulator, and they're like, this is what would happen. And they basically oh, like yeah. set it up like it was, I think it ran on like, Arma 3 or something, and yeah, <laughs> literally everyone is just dead. <laughs> and supposed to be it's where um, they carry out tests of new aircraft technology, mm -hmm. right? People talk about like the black helicopters for a long time before they existed. Stuff like that, right? Or um, what's that fucking black plane? The uh, B-52 Stealth. Yeah, the Stealth Bomber, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that shit, ex well, people were saying they say existed. That it was, yeah, that's where they say that it was, it was like, thought up at. Um, but that, that's also rumored to have been thought up at the Grove, so. Yes, to bring that back, I'll listen to that episode. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's the center of many alien theories. 
which alleged they, uh, alleged they recovered, obviously, alien crafts that may have visited Earth and have stored them and tested them here. The conspiracy theories were compounded by the fact that the U.S. government did not acknowledge the base until 2013. Others suggest theories that suggest aliens from the UFO crashed are obviously kept there as secret as well. You know, and then, uh, so pretty crazy. So the man says in the video, President Dwight Eisenhower had warned of a threat of uh, Earth being invaded. So he and his um, superior at the CIA were allowed to go inside Area 51 to report back to the president. He claimed there was a pair, that he claimed the pair were taken to the taken to the alleged S <laughs> four uh, facility southwest of the Area Fifty One, so it's not even on Area Fifty One. It's near the area at a different location where they observed live extraterrestrials. Ooh. Author and UFO researcher Peter Robbins said of the account. In my opinion, if I had to uh, to be confirmed by any revelance supporting the documentation, this moving and fascination account, th this moving and fascinating account, does not qualify as authentic deathbed testimony from an individual who is convincedly claimed. This guy's fucking writing is horrible. Convincedly claims to have been a CIA operative deeply involved in the matter of a crash, a recovered craft. At once, at one time, a Larson, oh, Jesus, at one time between the agency and President Truman, uh, fucking supposedly, this guy, this guy is like fucking, uh, maybe he just doesn't speak English, but his name is Peter Robbins, so I'm assuming he does. But he said that like, oh, he doesn't believe it's authentic. He believes, uh, he actually does believe it is authentic and claims this guy was a CIA operative and that they, you know, and that supposedly they had a deal even with Truman and what we know about President Truman, he was kind of a dickhole. Like there's, yes. There's the interview, two big old examples of why President Truman was a dickhole. Two big examples? Two big examples. We don't, what, you like Truman? No, I said there's two there's two big examples of why Truman's an Just asshole. Tell me. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah, I know. It's just like let's just bomb fucking everything, and he I he was just known as like a a frail, afraid, like kind of pussy, and like he just. I just I've never once heard anyone praise Harry Truman. No. I've always heard he was just such a complete bastard. And I've heard that he was a racist and anti-Semite. Oh yeah. And, and was just a complete piece of shit. So the interview was filmed in 2013, but only re uh, released on Open Minds UFO website. <laughs> this being discussed the after most being shared of all on UFO forums. <laughs> it's not clear that the man even died after the recording. <laughs> so fucking retarded. Uh, if you that's have any, I have one more. That's what we should do for Patreon. We should do a live stream Patreon where we just go and start trolling UFO boards. That would be kind of fun. I, there's a lot of works in the Patreon watching scary videos. We've got so many things we're going to do that. Like, w it's only three bucks a month, and you'll get, like, this ridiculously fun content that, like, a more likely will be able to drink more, get more fucked up, like, just do absolutely ridiculous fucking style episodes. So. Yeah. Another Geraldine. Geraldine. Oh, no. What? Uh, okay. End of the, wait. I, end of the episode. I fucking did the same story twice. I must I have been stoned it. as fuck when I, when I did this. I knew it. All right, one more hit for the road, folks. Yes. This has been a very stony episode. It so has been. I hope you guys got nice and toasted with us, because that's the best way to enjoy this one. 
Well, that's the best way to enjoy most of our episodes. Yes, is, uh, every episode gets stoned because you got one that works, right? This is delicious. Like, tastes so good. It's like funk master shit. Mm. And it, it's, it, I, it, she's like, I'll get a hybrid. She, the chick at the store suggested it. I was like, you know, I'll try something else. You know, I was like, I kind of want something. And she's like, this is a fun high. Like, and it doesn't hit too harshly where you're like feeling retarded because that's not <laughs> what I'm into. I don't like getting, feeling like I'm like just like, t- like just bonked. Just completely like, but. You said you have one for the road? No, I was saying take a oh, hit for the road. Oh, take a hit for the road. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll be back with other deathbed confessions down the road, maybe next year. There's a lot of episodes coming for Halloween, like a lot of fun stuff. I got plenty of fun episodes. More um, wonderful urban legends and monsters and spookies. And monsters, ghosts. spooky, ghosts. And um, specifically, I just I have to do it for Billy, but. Oh, yeah. Sexual ghosts. Um, sexual thrill. The sexual thrill. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna. I'm I, always down for some sexy ghosts. We're gonna see it's like getting that ghost BJ from Ghostbusters. We have to see if maybe all three of us can do it because for once it is a two-parter, so we'll have to do all three of us and uh, do a sexy. It's yeah. it's sexual specters. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We will have a sexy ghost party. Yes, and uh, Halloween special will be out. There's gonna be a lot of stuff coming out. Um, you know, subscribe to the Patreon. You know, three bucks a month, it's, you know, the best way to support us. Obviously, buy merch. Um, you know, you can get, slap our logo on a T-shirt. We have tons of fun merch, and some stuff is coming, too, like that. So, yeah. Uh, drinking game for this episode, chug a beer every time Every time Tom mentions Patreon. Yeah, I did, what, four times? Maybe, maybe four or five times, yeah. So that's why I said chug a beer. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't got to go back because they didn't see it at the beginning of the top, but. You know, I got a, I got a plug, man. I got I got I got a plug, man. It's how you support us the best, and how we it can is. actually develop more content, and you know you know pay off some of the shit that we've spent on this podcast. So yeah, it fucking helps out, you know. It helps out. Uh, so uh, Halloween's coming. Get fucking ready. I was wearing my Halloween shirt during this episode, but there's a lot of fun stuff coming. It's yes, coming, coming so like hard. Staying on Tom's shoulder. Yes. Uh, everybody love everybody. And you know what? You know, everyone go fuck themselves. <laughs> Keep watching this guy. And hey, 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 smoke weed every day. Yes, you better. I myself am strange and unusual. All right. Everybody love everybody. We love you guys. Um, you know what? Just yeah, stay strange, you fuckwads. Hey, make sure you hose your head there, ace hit. Go check out House of Trash and fucking Anton out of Vader underscore the daggett. You know where to find me, people. <laughs> if this is the first episode you're jumping in on, well, I mean, thanks for sticking with it, but you should probably go back, jump back, check out some uh, some other stuff, too. <laughs> you know? Yes. Uh, goodbye. Why are you sorting by new? Why are you sorting by new? Goodbye, like Hiroshima. Bye-bye. Ooh, Harry Truman joke right there. <laughs> Boom, boom. Oh. This <laughs> is so bad. Bye-bye. <laughs> boom, boom. Pow, pow. Shut your mouth. I don't want to hear it. Go fuck yourself. Don't make an appearance. And it won't help you to face your fears when there's interference. No one can handle my weirdness. Gumself stands fearless. Gumself appears in the mirror. And I thought to myself, well, this is weird. I have sheer creative intelligence. I'll disappear, escape with the devils in black capes and not a sad face. Taking medicine, we're the last race irrelevant. This is the last place.
I hope you don't try to sell me your beliefs Or I'll show you the hell beneath your feet Close your eyes and tell me what you see Ghosts are known to watch while you sleep I hope you don't try to sell me your beliefs Or I'll show you the hell beneath your feet Take my hand and follow me Satan has a plan, no apologies I've been as patient as I can Don't bother me, cause you're all balls deep in lies No faith in men, dichotomy, no surprise When the aliens arrive Won't be looked at like barbarians in their eyes Prepare to fight, scared at night Screaming spare lives You don't know where to hide Hovering spaceships, summoning Satan Punishment for the faithless Run to your basement, the government is dangerous Faceless, and when they create this matrix I'm about to go fucking ape shit Close your eyes and tell me what you see Ghosts are known to watch while you sleep I hope you don't try to sell me your beliefs I'll show the hell beneath your feet Close your eyes and tell me what you see Ghosts are known to watch while you sleep And I hope you don't try to sell me your beliefs or I'll show you the hell beneath your feet Let's take a trip To a place where they ate your kids The underground, a race exists You wonder how they shapeshift Above the clouds where they live While you run around trying to make your payments They'll hunt you down, place your faith in the pavement Take your face and rearrange it Now give me a smile, keep living in denial While your child's a victim of a pedophile I'll set the style the dead pile another rotten corpse i've got no remorse you've got it straight from the fucking source you'll be forced to talk caution on this course you walk close your eyes and tell me what you see ghosts known to watch while you sleep i hope you don't try to sell me your beliefs or i'll show you the hell beneath your feet close your eyes and tell me what you see ghosts known to watch while you sleep and I hope you don't try to sell me your beliefs Or I'll show you the hell beneath your feet Close your eyes and tell me what you see Ghosts are known to watch while you sleep I hope you don't